Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Capture Your Story, the podcast. Again, I'm your host, Aya, and this is brought to you by Layman Creative. And we are all about capturing your story and bringing it to life, as well as empowering you to deepen the bonds with your ideal audience that build relationships that span a lifetime. And so today's episode is titled what I have been um, coining, I guess, for years, just behind the scenes, haven't really said this publicly, but it's called the Ernest Hemingway effect and visual storytelling. Now, uh, the author, Ernest Hemingway, uh, one of my absolute favorites, um, he has a very famous quote that says, show the audience everything, tell them nothing. Now, this goes back to my screenwriting days uh, when I was first learning about how to actually write a screenplay because I think a lot of people, well, I guess if you ever were to ever attempt to write a screenplay without actually studying how to do it, um, you probably would go about it the way that you would write like a short story or like a novel. And I think we learned that style obviously like in school, right? Like we were just learning how to give our characters voices, how to be very descriptive, how to um, increase our vocabulary, how to obviously have like proper, you know, syntax and punctuation and all that good stuff. You know, all the great writing um, techniques we learned while we we're in school. Shout out to all my AP um, and honors English uh, fellow people that were a part of those uh, classes in high school because yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, <laughs> writing an essay, five paragraph essay in like 45 minutes was crazy. I don't even know how the heck I did that. That's just a sidebar, side story. Um, but I will say that I had to throw all of that out of the window when I went to study how to properly become a screenwriter. Um, it's a thing, show versus tell. You show, you don't tell. And essentially, it's just don't write anything in the script that you are directing a character in the film or in the in yeah in the movie in the film to say that could have very well been demonstrated or played out visually. So an example would be something silly like telling someone to like the phone is ringing for an instance, like telling having your audience say or having your character say. Hey, I think I might answer the phone. <laughs> like, no, they're going to just get up and go answer it. Or they're not. If it's like a suspenseful, like, like the film scream, like she probably didn't want to answer the phone after, you know, a certain amount of time, so obviously. But that's like a simple, silly um, example. Like you would never have your character blatantly say something that they could have visually shown the audience and they could have just did it. Um, that's what it is. And so the same thing ha applies to your visual stories. You want to show the audience things. You don't want to be always talking to them and talking at them. Um, I went, I went more in depth with the push pull energy episode. If you haven't had a chance to look, to listen to that, I encourage you to do so, but it goes back into drawing your audience members in and you draw them in when you stimulate their senses in a visual way and you show them something versus telling them something. The second point here um, is show them the things that keep them engaged, um, not insult their intelligence. Uh, audience, our audiences and the people that we are looking to connect with um, and get in front of, they're smart people. 
And I think that we have to learn how to respect that more. Um, I know a lot of people, I mean, I've, I've been inside of boardrooms and meetings and stuff, and I've even heard some people even say, even like publicly, like on YouTube, I've even heard um, like business advice, like business um, consultants and coaches say, people aren't that smart. And I disagree. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. Uh, I don't know. I just don't believe that at all. I think we spend too much time um, creating content and doing things that can sometimes be insulting to people's intelligence. Um, I don't think that feels good. Um, it kind of got ties back into the morals and ethics. If you haven't checked out that episode, I encourage you to watch that or listen to that as well. Because again, morally and ethically, I can't create something and I am taking like a, a jab at someone essentially like you're just like poking someone and you're like making fun of them or you're insulting their intelligence like people can feel that and yeah they want to be engaged yes they want to learn more about what you're doing and what you're showcasing them and how this cool new thing can help you know solve this major problem in their life but let's insert intelligence and intelligence into that and let's not be seeming as if like we're the end all be all know it all um, I don't think anybody likes to know it all. Um, even on this podcast, I'm always very intentional about citing my sources or providing another resource or quoting someone or recommending a book even because I don't know everything. And the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. And again, it goes back into true true connection when you're building a rapport with someone from the very first onset of you interacting with them so you definitely don't want to come off as like hey you don't know anything i know everything and i'm going to show you why that's not what we're aiming to do here we're definitely wanting to keep them engaged and we want to draw them in but we want to do it with morals and ethics and intelligence because we're dealing with intelligent people, people who have thoughts, people who have their own minds, and they may have questions. Um, that goes into breaking down objections, of course, and that's a whole different, um, you know, episode in terms of like sales and how to sell with visual stories um, that I have on an upcoming episode. But in reality, think about it, what it all boils down to for me is like having respect for your audience and understanding that they are intelligent people, they are smart, and they just haven't been able to figure this thing out. And so by you showcasing and sharing something with them, sharing a new insight or sharing a new way to reimagine a possibility that they didn't think was even an option before, you're doing it from a place of compassion. Again, I'm all about compassion and empathy. And it's like, hey, I saw that you've been struggling with this. Would you mind if I showed you how I could possibly help you get rid of that and whatever that may be? So that's the second point. And it ties into the third is leave them on a high note. Um, I think we're all very familiar with leaving a, a film, you know, after watching a movie or even a TV show, but most mostly a movie because TVs are like TV series are continuous. So a little bit different. They kind of leave you on edge because they want you to come back and watch week after week. Films are different because it's a beginning, a middle and an end. And you never want to leave your audience on a low note always want to leave them on a high note even if like the very end of a particular like say it's a um it's based like loosely off of a true story and i'll use an example here um coach carter one of my favorite films um towards the end of the film spoiler alert if no one's watched it here um the basketball team did not win the championship um and 
it was it was devastating it was really hurtful for you know the gentlemen on the team they had worked so hard overcome so much had been through so much i mean people had died families had been you know broken up i mean there's there's a ton of craziness that this that these boys had to had to endure just growing up in you know richmond california at that time and they were dedicated and committed and it just didn't it just they you know things happen you don't always win the game like you know you win some you lose some you know um as the saying goes but the film didn't end there it ended on a high note because all of them still ended up going to college and being able to do other things that were successful outside of a basketball career and that was really the ultimate goal of their coach, Coach Carter. He wanted all of them to have a better life. And basketball was just something that they were able to use as a vehicle to help them learn the discipline, to help them learn the teamwork and the dedication and to have, um, you know, better self-esteem and just have more um, camaraderie amongst each other and just to be, be better men out in the world. That was really his goal for them that was his dream that's what he wanted them to be able to acquire and so that's an example of leaving your audience on a high note things happen in life we've all gone through trials and tribulations the dark night of the soul is a very real thing and it's actually um a particular part in a screenplay um i'll dive into and how to leverage that for your visual stories as well in a future episode but that is really what it boils down to like yes things happen but we are triumphant we are overcomers and that is always the message you want to leave always the message you want to have resonate with your audience you always want to leave them on a high note so these are the three points i wanted to talk about today in terms of the Ernest hemingway effect as i call it and how it applies to visual storytelling and how to utilize it to enhance your visual stories that's all I had for you all today. Thank you again so much for being here with me. If you'd like to get in touch to learn more about this Ernest Hemingway effect and how to better showcase um, and to leave your audience on a high note and create captivating visuals that, um, you know, praise your audience members' intelligence, uh, you can always get a hold of, hold of us at our website. It's lehmancreativegroup.com. And I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon. And until next time.